Support for WRFA is brought to you by Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union. Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union provides credit union membership to people who live, work, worship, attend school, do business, and any other entities within Chautauqua County. It also offers a loan type of virtually any need, free life and permanent disability insurance on most consumer loans, and debt protection options. As a local community resource, Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union is committed to providing its members with the professional financial services they have come to expect. For more information, including how to become a member, call or text 716-665-7000 or visit them on the web at 665-7000.com. Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union, a proud supporter of community radio in Jamestown and Southern Chautauqua County. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA. It is April 1st, 2022 and I am your host Anthony Merchant here with you for the next hour highlighting the talent and all the things going on in and around Chautauqua County. On this episode I have two guests for you and they both revolve around films but kind of from different perspectives and also two very different films. I like the, uh, I like the contrast here that we have for you. I'm going to be talking to Travis Carlson, a local filmmaker whose film Mother's Day is premiering tomorrow night at 7 o'clock at the Regilin A. And we're also going to be talking to David Niles later on in the hour, who is the Programs and Events Manager over at Roger Torrey Peterson Institute. We're going to be talking about the amazing Banff Film Festival that RTPI is bringing to the area. And they'll also be playing at the Reg next week on uh, Tuesday, April 5th. And both of these films, I mean, the subject matters couldn't be any more different, but are both extremely intriguing. And I mean, the second I saw the trailer for both of them, I was uh, pretty hooked right away. And uh, and we'll get into it here with Travis, like something I really think that, uh, you know, if you're listening to this in the Jamestown area, it's amazing to uh, see shots of the film and be able to go, oh, like that's, I mean, it's essentially in our backyard. Like it's uh, it's really neat how the uh, film is shot and everything. I don't want to give a lot away because we're going to talk to Travis right now about it. But uh, I'm excited for both of these, looking forward to them. So let's start with our first interview of the evening right now. Here is local filmmaker Travis Carlson. We were talking about his film Mother's Day right here on Arts on Fire. Travis's film Mother's Day, which was shot right here in Chautauqua County, is getting ready to be shown at the Regilin A tomorrow night, April 2nd. And we're going to discuss the film and uh, filmmaking in general and all that with Travis. So, you know, I mean, to kind of really just to get it like going, where does filmmaking begin for you? Where does where does that start? Was Where does that interest get sparked for you? A hobby pastime that my friends and I did. And it's kind of funny. We actually didn't know that short films existed. So because all the movies at the movie theater were two hours long. So we just started by making several two hour movies around town. Jeez. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is that is amazing so like like how old like w- around what age was that for you that was the first one so when we were 14 we started oh, doing that and, and we did that uh, we did like four or five uh films that ended up being feature films um at a student level and it wasn't until college where i'm like oh you can make short films is <laughs> an option so like like then then uh in college too or i mean like like that's for short films but like when when in there was there like a turning point and maybe it was college where you realized it was more 
Because like if you start doing that, I'm sure as a teenager and that young, it starts is more for fun. But somewhere in there, I'm sure it starts morphing in your head of like, oh, wow, like I can do something with this. This isn't just like a hobby or something, you know, I screw around with friends doing. Exactly. I think I think it was very gradual, like every project. It just felt like I was having fun doing it um, and I enjoyed the results and um and then they just kind of kept getting slightly better, very slightly. And so I'd say it was like a gradual turning point. Um, I was surprised just to continue to learn. The more I learned about the field, the more I realized like it's a total viable option. Um, and yeah, so I, I went into the field after college, um, eventually started working for the Bills and the Sabres doing a lot of the special features and documentaries of like from 2015 to 2020 and and was doing uh yeah narrative filmmaking on the side that is amazing that is that is really cool that's a nice uh kind of jumping right out of the gate after college it sounds like doing all that yeah yeah it wasn't right out of the gate but it was a hard fought couple of years to to get there but yeah so then you you grew up in Chautauqua County right where where in Chautauqua yeah. County did you grow up so I grew up in Gary nice nice yeah. And uh you know let's so let's get into uh the film here Mother's Day which again will be played down here in uh Jamestown tomorrow night if you're listening to this on Friday. And uh for those unfamiliar, you know, just kind of give us a quick rundown of what Mother's Day is about. Yeah, so Mother's Day is a true story that I wrote um about my experience with my mother. It's a little slice of life. Um she was dealing with some mental illnesses that were clouding some judgment. She'd made some really impactful decisions that I don't want to spoil um, there, but they were going to be life changing. And we sort of had a conversation to work them out um, uh, live. And um, it, it's quite a dramatic journey. And um, but one that I think is very relatable um, for for many of us who have gone through mental health issues ourselves or for others in our lives. Um and uniquely, we shot the film as a one-shot film. So the entire hour and a half is is a continuous shot. So wow. we, we cover over two miles of of Gary from from the hometown to sort of along Route 60, which I'm sure many people are familiar with in town. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then we we land and um, yeah, it, it's and, funny and do the whole conversation. It's Sorry. funny you mentioned that because even watching the trailer, you're right. Like I would start noticing little uh, little things in Gary where I'm like, "Oh, I know, I know where that is," or "I've seen that building." It's kind of it's neat from like a local standpoint, you know. Like if you're yeah. uh, if you're from around here, which I mean, if you're coming to see it at the Reg, I'm sure everyone in attendance down here will definitely will definitely recognize some uh, some local landmarks, if you will, from up yes. in Gary. <laughs> totally the landmarks, but I would also mention like. It's a very much a Western New York and Chautauqua County story. I mean, it's it's almost verbatim a conversation that we had. So, you know, we're referencing our our lives and past and the local culture and whatever um, from the rodeo to country fair to whatever. Um, so it's it's about as Chautauqua County culture, I think, as we could cram into a single project. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm sure you've gotten you probably get asked this a lot, but I mean like with the film and the subject matter and it you know coming from like your own life and everything, 
was that a difficult story to tell? Like, was that was that at all ever like were you hesitant at all to make that about the film or anything? Like, because it seems very much very like a personal thing. You know, I mean, you're going in this. Yeah, it's not like a fictional thing or like a story you made up. I mean, does that get difficult at all with it being you know coming from reality? Yeah, um, it absolutely does. I mean, the first thing would be like, should we even tell it and talk about it? That was probably one of the biggest things. You know, I called my mom right away when I had thought about bringing this slice of life to life and she gave her blessing um, thinking, you know, like this might be a way to help other people, you know, because at the time that the story takes place and the characters are going through, you know, mental health isn't really on their radar and it just feels like a difficult conversation that we start to identify as um, kind of like needing additional help and being bigger and, more out of control, like a lot of us. Um, so that that felt like an important story to tell um, either way, even though it was going to be bringing up some older memories and, um, you know, potentially be challenging. But I think being vulnerable and honest allows other people the space to be vulnerable and honest and hopefully, um, you know, improve their lives. Well, and, and you kind of, uh, you know, you mentioned earlier, but like it is, it is relatable. I do, I do think that's the other thing, the relatability of the film. I don't, I don't think it's totally hard to find something in there, you know, for, mm-hmm. for anyone like seeing it, which, you know, I think if you're going to see a film too, it just kind of adds to it, you know, the, uh, the emotional side and everything for, yeah. for you, you know, I mean, we're talking about like short films and doing like all, you know, like all these different things, obviously you've been doing film for a long time, but is this like your first full length feature? Well, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to answer that question because we've been doing features since I was a kid, but those were sort of immature and developing. Um, we did a project called the Codex, uh, which, you know, no one would have heard of, but that, that I did when I was a senior in high school at Castadega Valley and then, um, finished it when I was in college at Buffalo State. That, that showed, um, at the, uh, Robert H. Jackson Center and felt like a first step. Um, so we, we kind of did that. It's, it's, so it's hard to answer. It's kind of like, you know, when do you start counting your first girlfriends, like in elementary school? When do they become real? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, no, that makes, that makes sense. I mean, with the, uh, with the films, I guess, I guess here's a, you know, kind of going along with that too. Was there a film or a moment where, you know, and it kind of goes back to like I was talking about earlier where it's like, you know, you're doing this, you start as a teenager and it's fun. And then somewhere in there, you kind of figure out it can be more, you know, you can do it more than just a hobby and stuff. Was there a moment in these films? Like, is there a specific one or just, you know, a time doing the films where it did seem like a turning point where like, you know, it, it did, it did become more than just, you know, like maybe it was a, a you know, your film being shown somewhere, like something like that. But was there a moment is kind of a turning point for you in that way where it was like, this is like, now it's real. Like this is, this is really serious now, or now I'm really, you know, moving along and making progress. Yeah. I, the showing the codex, which was felt like it was a bridge between a high school student film and uh something that was trying to like say something um showing that in town and we had a a nice sold out free screening um that did feel like a special moment and like i think we were covered by the post journal and some of the tv affiliates which felt like it mattered but i I definitely still felt like i was bluffing and pretending um (laughs) 
And so really, I think Mother's Day, this project is the one that really does feel like that, where it has real, yeah, it had a real scale to it. And it has all the, to me, it has all or most of the professional polishings that we could possibly put into it. We didn't have much of a budget, but we did raise money for the film and um, put that all on the screen. So I think April 2nd is going to be a big turning point. So, yeah. <laughs> be, be right a, uh, not, not too far away from the Jackson center either. You're, you're only yeah. a few blocks over. So uh, right. all, all come in full circle, but yeah. like going into mother's day, were there any challenges that arose doing this film that you had in uh maybe that you hadn't considered prior, prior to starting? Um, you know I mean? Cause it seems like you're kind of a part of all of it. You're doing, you know, you're doing all of it. Were, were there, was there any like roadblocks or challenges you really didn't see coming until they like hit you? <laughs> well, this one, I think every listener will relate to, but, there was something in March of 2020 called COVID-19 that came up. Um, <laughs> Little things. <laughs> that was a surprise. And it definitely did, um, you know, adjust our, our planning. But um, that's that's only slightly interesting. We were able to do, like most of the world, you know, figure out the guidelines and make sure we're operating safely. But the more interesting challenge, I think, for one yes it's a continuous shot and so that creates a very um complex and fun um environment a lot of problem solving to film for an hour and a half um you know all the actors have to know their lines the crew has to all be dialed in um but a part of that is this opening shot that is a drone shot from that i mentioned we cover two miles of of the area and we're flying over the forests and the roads and and we're, we, the drone takes off from somebody's hand and it gets caught on the return by someone physically, like by their hand. And we walk into Heritage Village, the nursing home in Gary. And that was a logistical, um, yeah, dream. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But it becomes very, very fun to watch. Like, where did that come into? I mean, I was, that was one of the first things that caught my eye when uh, seeing about the film was that you were doing that continuous shot. I mean, when did that idea jump in? I mean, that I did you? I assume maybe you had the the film. You already had the idea for the film and stuff, and then somewhere in there, you decided you wanted to do it this way. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the script was written as a normal film, and we just realized that like it's a real time film, which means you know every minute on screen is a real minute of performance. So it's like a very unique opportunity to to do a single shot. And then you have to sort of ask yourself, why why would we even cut away? Like, at what point would we cut since since we're not moving forward in time at all? Um, and that, that gave it an opportunity. So the first thing we did when we, after we had read the script as a team, we, we did a test uh, to see if it was even possible. And we filmed for two hours uh, just with some, some of us reading the script. And it ended up being really compelling so we said, okay, let's go for it. That's amazing. That's really cool. I mean, this this film between you know figuring out how to do it during COVID and all that, and then also doing like the inner the inner in uninterrupted uh, continuous shot like that. I mean, this is it. Not only was it probably a different experience from uh, any other way you've you've uh, done a film, but probably like unique in the way of I doubt you'll do a whole lot like that again. Just with the 
you know, maybe right. you'll do like a continuous shot, but just all those things together and having to do the film that I'm sure the way you had to was like, you know, you, you've probably never done it before and mm-hmm. probably never do it again that way. You know, just kind of the moment that you chose to do a film. Yeah, you're 100% right. And <laughs> I don't know if it could be done again that way. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's uh, right. it, it's cool. I feel like the area too, like like for Gary, I feel like that, uh, you know, like, and, and I can't wait to see the whole thing. Like the trailer, some really nice drone shots and stuff, Gary, and I feel like it's a good area for it. Did you, was, was there, was the decision always to do Gary? Like, did you know from the beginning that's where you'd be doing the film at? That was definitely the top choice from the very beginning because, um, you know, because it's this true story, the goal was always, can we do it in the actual locations? Um, and so my mom had, had moved from that house, so we no longer owned it. Um, but, um, we were able to get in touch with the current owner, um, and and discuss with with them about possibly doing it and the community was really receptive once they learned about it and um you know not you know individually it wasn't like the whole community had a meeting or anything but one at a time people were like yeah you could use my backyard or sure you could disrupt my life for a couple days (laughs) and uh yeah so we were able to film in the actual locations that the event took place in so it's about as true story of a true story I think you could ever get from a movie. Yeah, you're not joking. Jeez. Yeah. I, mean, I, I like when you when you know that too, that little uh back part of it, you know, knowing knowing that you're you're recording right. in the same place where it took place is uh yeah. that's a nice little quip for the uh you know, for the film. But, Absolutely. Uh, like how long overall did it take, you know, like from the initial idea of the film to then the actual finished product. I mean, how long did it take you altogether to complete mother's day? How long was that a uh, process for you? So I wrote it in 2019 in the fall. And then, you know, when we're showing it here and we're releasing it worldwide, you know, tomorrow. So that's, uh, that's a couple years. Uh, but I would say that we probably took about a year and, a half before it was like completely ready. So some of this inner interstitial time is that the film was uh, doing festivals and um, seeing if we could, you know, whatever, if, if it had any interest outside of our area, we were lucky. We won uh, a few awards at smaller festivals, which are great, like great awards. And the people have responded really well to it. It's very challenging for a film that doesn't have celebrities to, get the uh the any sort of attention from from like whatever festivals and and the whole industry so we're learning that lesson but also like kind of comfortable still with the project that we made and i don't think we would do it any differently but it's just uh yeah i I think we still tell a great story no it really uh i'm i'm intrigued by it it looks great i'm sure everyone uh is excited to see it myself included it's also great to see that uh by the sounds of it, yeah, you're getting pretty good uh, reception from those who have seen it, and not just in the uh, area either, from like a bigger, uh, you know, like reaching out farther. But yeah. Outside of uh, outside of filmmaking, do you have any other creative outlets, or is filmmaking kind of what you put all your like creative energy into? I would have to say that filmmaking is is my morning, afternoon, evening, and late night. It's like, it, especially the past two years have been. 100% of my life has, has been working on on this project and you know a lot of our team is all volunteers as well so it's uh 
it's it's a labor of love at this point and hopefully this project um can help you know be sort of a calling card for you know i don't think abraham lincoln has a good quote that the volunteer army shows up for the first battle but not the second and i can see that that's a potentially a reality of <laughs> you know it's it's just so much work that's one of the things i don't think we understand um you know, how many how many hours go into creative pursuits of all fields um you know, it's very easy to dismiss something as like, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> but that's that's somebody's life work. Yeah. yeah, that's somebody. That's someone's baby. I mean, really, yeah. like it is. It is their like you know creative baby or whatever you want to call it. You know, it very exactly. very personal to people. You know. Yeah. It, so I always try to be respectful of like, yeah, that was you know, it's a lot of work, but maybe you know, I still don't. It didn't work out for me, or I really like it, but it's it certainly was no easy task and. No, yeah. I think when you know that, I think you are right about that. Like when you start to realize that side of things and what goes into just creating whatever it may be, like it's harder to, yeah, want to knock people down. It's like, you know, I mean, that takes a lot of, it may not be your thing, but like that took someone a lot of time. It probably means a lot to them. Yeah, you're totally right. You know, and hopefully it did. You know, I think like what you just said there is important. Like hopefully it did mean a lot to them. I think that's where some of, some of our less desirable stuff comes out is when people are making it for the wrong reasons. But, you know, I think when an artist of any field is, is really trying to tell a story important to them. Um, yeah, it, it means something. And that's why we kind of wanted to do the film our way and film it in Gary, even if some Hollywood person would be like, well, our market says it would be better if we changed it a bunch and filmed it somewhere else or use celebrities who don't really care about it. But so we tried to take the genuine route this time and hopefully that pays off. And I mean, it did already. It did because we're, we're proud of the film and hopefully others uh, can appreciate some of those choices too. No, I, I think the genuine part of it uh, will definitely, I think it definitely comes out and everything. And, you know, even you going back to that, like labor of love or putting all that like time and effort into something you're making. I mean, I'm sure too, you know, doing something at the scale you are, you're part of, you're probably a part of like, everything it's not just coming up with the story and then shooting it like you know when you're when you're more of a uh you know smaller like you know group like that you're you're wearing all hats i'm sure like when you're putting a film like this together you're not just doing you know you're probably not even just you know behind the camera you're probably doing 50 different things i would imagine you are 100 percent right yeah and it's hard to even <laughs> when you set out to make a film you know, when I was a teenager, I kind of thought, oh, yeah, Steven Spielberg, he just kind of goes and he directs and <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. And maybe he does because he's so great and established at this point. But it's, you know, the, my, so much of my time, the by far the majority of my time is just communicating with other people. I mean, I'm making social media posts. I'm learning Photoshop and, you know, just everything. So absolutely. I, I No job was too small. I <laughs> I, I drove a lawnmower from my dad's house like five miles down to <laughs> to the location so we could have it. So there's you're doing everything, <laughs> taking the trash out and writing the script. So that that's uh that's awesome. No, I think I think uh, I mean you and you have to at that uh you know I think including Star. I'm yeah. sure Steven Spielberg maybe he doesn't now, but I'm sure at some point he had to do all those things. You know you got to kind of you have to make yeah. your your uh, way to there, but. You know, again, I think I think it comes out like the genuine. The, the film is all you. I mean, you know, it's it's coming out of your stories, your life, your recording. You know, you're you're doing the film 
where you grew up, you know, you're keeping it local, you're, you're, you're doing it exactly, you know, like the story was. So, I mean, I, I think that comes out. I think it definitely comes out. And I think that, uh, that's something to say for the film. Not everything, not everything feels genuine. This actually feels genuine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, those are the type of films I like to, you know, and I, I like my escapism film too, uh, as much as the next, but if you're going to, you know, I'm, I wanted to really embrace what this was and, to do some of those high profile films, you, you rely on the hundreds of millions of dollars of budget, which, so yeah, so this was a story we could tell and in that way. So we did it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think any soul was lost. I think keeping it the way it was done, you, uh, you know, you stay true to yourself and everything. Have you been able to like turn your brain off for a while and like keep, you know, keeping this mode to like, promote the film and now it's out and everything, or are you already starting to think about the next project at all? Um, you're always thinking about the next project. And in some ways, Mother's Day was like the sneaky project that came in between other projects. So there's, there are several stories that um, I would love to tell and love to have the opportunity to tell. Some of them do require budgets and stuff. So there's, you know, it's not just like we can always get to pick what we want to do. Um, <laughs> But we'll find a way. I mean, you can always just persevere, which we'll do either way. And they're all Western New York stories. Um, and uh, so, yeah, very, very interested. Well, nice. Um, yeah. So, I mean, people, you know, people listening to this in the Jamestown area tomorrow, come check out Mother's Day. April, you know, if you're listening on April 1st, it'll be out here on April 2nd at 7 p.m. at the Regiland A. For, uh, you know, outside of that, though, Travis, where can uh, people find you, find the film? Like, you know, where can they go find more information and all that good stuff? Yeah, we were trying to set it up so that all roads lead to um, our main website. So panamericanfilms.com, which is P-A-N, americanfilms.com. So that, yeah, they can see the film there. Um, It'll be also available digitally and on DVD and Blu-ray. But also we put together uh, like an hour long documentary about how the film was made and how some of these shots worked out. So if this piqued anyone's interest or there's um, burgeoning creatives out there, you can look at all of our notes and see how we did it. They're very fun. So that's all at our website, panamericanfilms.com. Oh, that's awesome. And that, that is, that is a neat to have that I think too, for a, you know, for for people who would be interested in like filmmaking and stuff like that, because, you know, including around here, maybe there's not tons and tons of resources. But, uh, you know, I'm sure seeing someone like you from the area going out and, you know, doing things like this, I guess I guess we could end on that, too. I mean, any any pointers or anything you would tell someone who was all you know what I mean, who's like 14 yeah. and wants to get into something like this? I mean, what what would you tell someone who is like your age now who's, who wants to get into filmmaking? Like, where would they begin? Yeah. And I'm also, I'm glad that we're actually speaking to this audience of Western New York, because that's who I was and where I was. And speaking of like the special features and stuff, like that's how I learned, um, you know, Steven Spielberg's DVDs and stuff. So there's a lot of resources um, to be learned by watching films and watching the bonus features. Um, A lot of those things are now shifted to the internet. But if you still get Blu-rays or DVDs from the library, a lot of them still are packed up. But the best way is to do it. Um, you have to do it as much as you can in whatever way that you can. That is 100% the way to learn more. You do the whole process, start it and finish it, 
and the more you do that, they'll just keep getting better and better and you'll get slightly more um, of a budget and support. You know, not all, not all uh, resources are in finances. So, you know, it'll, it'll go. And that goes for every, any, any creative field too. Like, People will eventually hire you for what they see you doing. So you have, just do the thing you like. You have a really good point with that because I feel like, uh, you know, any kind of anything really like creative and I mean outside of it too, but I uh, just from talking to people who do, you know, whether it's filmmaking, music, art, whatever, whatever it is, I think the one like common thread is just jump into it. Like don't don't worry so much. Don't overthink it you like you just have to start that's the hardest part is just begin like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter your first film's not going to be the greatest thing of all time just work mm-hmm. through it because there's no way to get to perfection without you know you got to make it up that hill basically so i do exactly. notice that 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 like you're saying you know the you just got to start the hardest part is just starting so just jump in don't worry about it just you know just basically do it yeah yeah, and have fun. Know that know that they're gonna not be what you want, and almost never, you know. But that's okay. Like it's enjoy the process, and you know, it'll. It, Mother's Day is the product of like eight other feature films, and it still feels like the first feature film. So, yeah, nice. just jump in. Nice. Well, no, it's uh, it's been great. I mean, you know, people come out, check out Mother's Day tomorrow. Starts at seven p.m. at the Regline. And, uh, you know, keep an eye out because, Travis, it sounds like you, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure even after this, you're keeping busy. You do. You definitely do a lot in film. So, I mean, keep an eye on, you know, someone from right here in Chautauqua County. Always great to see that stuff. And, uh, yeah, so you have been listening to my interview with Travis Carlson of uh, Mother's Day, which you go check out tomorrow right here on Arts on Fire.